Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Before we begin, we'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. Welcome to Revolution, everyone, 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 everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, lots going on. A lot of hurricanes. A lot of dumb Christians blaming hurricanes on on the wrong people saying that the hurricanes are God's judgment and that drives me crazy that people say that kind of stuff so anyhow trying to deal with that and not be completely frustrated um wanted to talk a little bit about Matthew start with Matthew 5 20 and I talked a little bit about this last week um, <clears throat> this verse and then I said I was going to kind of do a little bit more on it but in Matthew 5:20 it says for I tell you that unless you're righteous for I tell you unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees you will never enter the kingdom of heaven and this is Jesus saying this and uh, always found this interesting and a little confusing um, not really confusing but I think at one, one point I did but because the Pharisees were a holy group of people um, they weren't the most legalistic tribe they were kind of, but, um, I mean, they were legalistic, definitely, but they were also somewhat progressive, um, which a lot of people don't know, <laughs> but they were also about separation and, uh, holy, holding certain holidays to, you know, as holy, um, certain, uh, uh, What's I'm looking for? Um, what, is, what is it I'm trying to think of? You know, they didn't eat blood. They didn't drink or eat things sacrificed to animals. They believed in circumcision. That's what I was thinking of, which was quite wild. So converting was a pain. But um. But Jesus here is saying, you know, these are your religious leaders, and unless your righteousness is above theirs. And so when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how a lot of religious leaders today say things that are ostracize others or make people feel like they don't belong. And I believe that this is what Jesus was saying is, is you know, this is how your righteousness has to accede this exclusiveness. You know, you can't be exclusive like so many. Um... In Matthew 23, Jesus kind of is laying into the Pharisees. And uh, 23, 4 says about the Pharisees, They tie you up with heavy burdens, hard to bear, 
and lay them on the shoulders of others, but they do themselves but they themselves are unwilling to help lift a finger to move them. So putting impossible standards on other people, keeping them from being able to, you know, and then not doing anything when you when you lay these impossible commands or these possible impossible rules and regulations on others and not doing anything to help them. Um, 13, it says, But woe to you, scribes and you Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you lock people out of the kingdom of heaven, for you do not, and for you, you do not go in yourself, and when others are going in, you stop them. Woe to you, scribes and you Pharisees, you hypocrites. And this is pretty harsh. For you cross the sea and land to make one single convert, and you make the new convert twice as much a child of hell as yourself. That's pretty harsh words from Jesus. Um, the idea is legalism breeds legalism, and often you'll see within new believers when they become Christians, often they'll become very judgmental because they don't know they you know originally when you become a new christian you don't know what it's all about and sometimes you get confused and think it's all about rules and regulations and um i don't know i see a lot of this happening today this idea of holiness is is how somehow separation or somehow good works and good deeds and and uh keeping others at bay um one of the things I was reading today was people blaming the hurricanes on, I mean, this is still just insane stuff. And I know that most of us don't buy into this. And most of the people who listen to this know that this isn't true, but blaming it on, you know, gay folks or abortion or things like that, you know, like for some reason, like God's this weird loosey goosey God and, just wants to punish people for, you know, I mean, and these are people who believe in the atonement theory, which always strikes me as wild as they think that Jesus died for our sins, but then they think God is still going around punishing and, and sending hurricanes and it's, and things like that. Like, you know, we should be sacrificing people to, you know, in volcanoes or something. It's quite, quite barbaric, quite simplistic ideas. And unfortunately, I have family who believe this. You know, a lot of us do. And uh, Kirk Cameron said that it was God was trying to teach us humility. <laughs> Kirk Cameron's not a name you hear a lot of nowadays unless he's saying something quite crazy. First Corinthians, I mean, yeah, First Corinthians 13, 3. I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 13, yeah, 3. I'm having a dyslexic moment, forgive me. It says, if I give away all my possessions... And if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I have nothing. And um, 
here's the 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 crux here's the thing is 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 jesus was saying you know this is paul but he's saying without love i have nothing i can give away my possessions it goes even further up in the beginning i could have i could speak unknown languages i could speak the angels of angels i could have faith to move mountains i could do all these things but without love i have nothing and that was what was happening here with this idea of holiness is that they kept missing out on the idea of love you know, they kept thinking, well, if we do this, if we abstain from this, if we separate from these people, then we'll usher in the kingdom of God. But they forgot the important things, which we'll see here in a second, but love. So only, and the weird thing is only we know when we're doing things out of love or when we're doing things, I mean, I used to do things in my younger years because I was afraid of God because I thought God was this angry rule-keeping God who had a, you know, stick that wanted to hit me if I didn't do the right thing. And so I would, you know, try to do the good things, but my good things were trying to avoid certain things. It wasn't trying to love people or things like that. So love seems to be the important thing. Holiness without love is not only worthless, it's dangerous. And I see, we see that with preachers. We see that with, I think, things where they they get these counterfeit ideas of love when you see things like the statement that Nashville statement where they're you know having all these people sign the stuff to say that gay people aren't allowed to be Christians and people who approve of gay people aren't allowed to be Christians you know it's like they have this idea that they think they're being loving but it's this almost this counterfeit idea of love because it lacks something else it lacks mercy you know, it lacks the ideas of the rest of Corinthians 13 about not demanding its own way or not keeping records, you know, or not insisting on its own way. Um, it, 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 it not bearing all things. So it misses that. It misses out on those important things. Matthew 9. Back to Matthew. Um Matthew nine Jesus says, Go and learn what I mean. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have come to call sinners not the righteous, but sinners. You know, so often holiness and the idea of holiness, people think it's about sacrifice and what you can do or you can't do, but he's saying, I desire mercy. Now, sometimes mercy, showing mercy is a sacrifice. But the idea is is that mercy needs to be a part of that. Um, it's not about separation. It's not about good deeds. It's not about keeping yourself from doing certain things. It's about showing mercy. Jesus says this again in Matthew 12, 7. He says, you know, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. And 
but we miss out on this. We miss out on the idea that we need to show mercy, that we need, you know, that it's not about us and, and, and what we can do or don't do, but it's about us being able to show mercy and love to one another. Um, not an easy, easy thing to, to separate, but for this time and biblically, it was all about sacrifice. It was all about what you gave up, what you didn't do, who you didn't separate, you know? And so Jesus was being very radical when he said, you know, separate from these people. That's why he said, you know, when in back, back in Matthew 23, he said, you know, you're like whitewashed tombs. You know, you're beautiful on the inside, but full of dead bones on the in, you know, beautiful on the outside, but full of dead bones on the inside. You know, everything as you do is for, for deeds and to be seen in the public, but you forget the, to the most important things. Um, in 26, he says, in Matthew 23, 26, he says, you blind Pharisees first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside also may become clean. You know, the idea of not doing things to be seen on the outside, not doing things to be seen as holy, you know, because the work doesn't begin on the outside. The work doesn't begin on who we are seen to be, but the work begins on who we really are from the inside out. In 23, he says, For you tithe mint and dill and cumming and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. So again, the important things are justice and mercy and faith, not the little things of tithing or not being seen as perfect or having all your shit together, but showing mercy, but having justice, you know, and so many ways today, the church is not seen as a merciful group, a group that shows mercy, a group that shows unconditional love, a group that shows grace. And uh, that's what we're called to do. We're not called to look good. We're not called to be a beautiful building that doesn't allow in refugees, you know, because it's worthless on the inside who cares if it's beautiful on the outside? So that's the message today. The message today is we must learn to look on our insides. We must learn to show love and mercy. We must realize that we are, 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 are not called to separate ourselves from others, but to suffer with one another, to share one another's burdens, and that way build build ourselves up with the inside and then worry about the outside um, to not allow this idea of uh, immature holiness that the Pharisees had um, of just being seen in a certain way or being praised for a certain way or you know but to really really love people really extend mercy really extend grace really extend love and let that be the roots that we live our life from is mercy, love, and grace, and hope. And, uh, and you know what, then maybe the other things will come out from that.
you know, then maybe we can start worrying about the outside. But, uh, but when you show mercy and love, you, you become a different person than someone who, who shows judgment and, and, and wrath or self-righteousness. It really does change you. And uh, I know growing up for me, originally in ministry, I was told to not spend time with certain people, to separate myself from certain people. And that wasn't mercy. That was me just trying to have a good reputation or me being afraid that someone was going to rub off on me. And that was exactly the, you know, it kept me from showing mercy. It kept me from showing love. It kept me from having a relationship. So, you know, there's that. But uh, anyway, made it just in time, guys, for us to be done. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) But, uh, but that's, that's it. You know, how can we show more mercy than love? and love than uh, than holiness because what is real holiness so that's 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 the that's the question but I think it starts with mercy and love let's pray Lord I thank you for this time together I thank you for the folks who are here I thank you for all the folks listening online uh Thank you for your mercy and your grace. And uh, just be with us all this week. In Jesus' name, amen.